I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> He's raring to go. Uh, uh, <laughs> Howdy roundabout all you shaggy goose egg boys and welcome to another episode of Al Pacino's prison scene, the summer series. Woo! Yay! As always, I am the host who didn't say this, but now I am uh, Jake Barrier and we have Kyle Smith. Hello. It's me. And Chris. I'm Chris. Okay, I was really hoping. I was really, <laughs> I really wanted you to not do the Nighthawk thing, and you didn't, so that's good. And also, the wall, uh, known as Barbara, is nope. also joining us today. Yes. Say hi. No. Good enough. Did it? Okay. Yeah, it, it barely bit. registered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And today, oh, I gotta pull up the email. Today, she goes, she goes, no. this is a, another recommendation because we're just we're just plowing through those you from email from <laughs> plow, because service. it's about. Uh, from one of our most loyal Shaggy Usai boys, Sam Thompson. Sam, I know Thomas isn't here, all right, but here's the deal. You want your movie talked about, and we're doing it, so you can put on your, your big boy pants and, and, and barnyard. All right, the email says, good morning slash afternoon slash evening. We all do right. fit into one of those. And we are the afternoon. Uh, afternoon on a very a very important day, Memorial Day, so let's all take a minute to uh, a full minute. silence. A full yeah. minute? Yep. Okay. All right, that's good enough. <laughs> that All right. So body of the parent, body of the email says, "I believe that beyond a shadow of a doubt, Barnyard, an animated comedy from 2006, is criminally underrated and has some of and has some deep alternate motive. Uh, maybe something to do with self-discovery, finding your purpose. Themes of love and family are present, but I know there's got to be a deeper meaning." Something that the good old good people of Al Pacino's prison scene could figure out. Also, the Nickelodeon spinoff show Back at the Barnyard is retroactively goaded now that I'm reminded of it. Much love and laughs and all that jazz. The one who likes his hams and eggs green for some reason. Sam I am. Sent from my iPhone. <laughs> Sent from my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> well, Couldn't I even so, open up your uh, laptop for that. I agree. The series is retroactively goaded. Yeah, like, I like so, the series a lot. Uh, I'm sorry, Sam, but Chris has an, a different opinion. <clears throat> well, okay, the movie isn't bad. That's not what I heard. Yeah. I just That's didn't not, like ten minutes ago. That's not I I didn't enjoy it as much no, as go, I thought. Go, go ahead and say what you said earlier. I said I didn't want to hate this movie, and I kind of do. I don't know. It's just no, Chris. I had to watch it twice. The second time, I did enjoy it, but you did. I enjoyed it more. Okay. I missed the fact that Otis was adopted. And that kind of made me look at it in a different light. So. Yeah, because if you hate adopted kids, you're a piece of shit. Yes. First things first, recap. Okay. Right. Every time. Every time. Okay. Even Claire's getting annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> or, okay. excuse me, what are, you, what are you 
are you doing? So he I'm gonna be honest. Hey, shh. What else about talk about? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not good. Uh, they are married. Well, we need to tell my parents now. <laughs> this is coming out in like two weeks. You got plenty of time. Okay. Uh, I yeah. All right, recap. <laughs> okay. So, movie starts out with Otis and his farm animal friends. Uh, you know they're surfing on a cliff and shit. And his uh, father Ben. This may be a little out of order. Um, <laughs> he did not write notes. <laughs> I did not write anything for this. His his father Ben is like doing the leader stuff, and then they crash into the barn. And then Ben's like, "Hey, why can't you be more responsible?" And and Otis is like, "Hey, why don't you get off my dick, Dad?" And so, uh, oh, sorry, utter. And so, by the way, <laughs> by the way, male cows have udders in this movie. Male cows yeah, have udders. That. That's every time we laugh. Is... Also, stay on track. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it's like. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to just shift a bunch and hit the table. <laughs> So Ben's like, hey, it's coyote season. Everybody be careful. And Otis is like, no, nah, I'm not going to help you watch for coyotes. And he goes and, like, you know, does stuff with his friends. And then and then uh, Sam Elliott, as Ben, starts singing Tom Petty's uh, Won't Back Down as uh, <laughs> coyotes uh, attack him. And <laughs> shaking my head so hard. It's close <laughs> and then and then and then ben dies and then otis is like oh now i'm sad and and then the dog is like hey i should be the leader and everybody's like no you can't be the leader because you're a fucking dog and then otis is the leader and then (laughs) continue this is not a good recap and then otis uh, is like, I don't know about this, but everybody's excited that he's the leader because they're like, hey, we're gonna party. And so, they all party. We're gonna get copyright strike. Oh, you, you don't I, know the words of this song? I will get better at this, I promise. I know the whole thing. Keep going. Where, where were you at? <clears throat> they're partying. Yeah, they're, they're partying. And the like, pizza guy comes. Yeah, yeah, the pizza guy and comes. He's like, and he's like, Oh, man, I got an arm! Why are we talking about the pe- you? Yeah. Wait, no, that, is- that, that happens way before. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to, like... He's getting to the main hit plot. Hit the main yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that is the main plot, bro. It, it, it is, yes, but okay, okay God. <laughs> Cow tipping. Oh, yeah, the farmer comes in. And so this is this is Otis's, like, first job as a leader. He has to figure out how to take care of the farmer. And and so they put a they put a branch on him, and Charlotte's and he takes care of that. And I honestly forgot what leads to him taking the car. No, no. Well, because the cow tipping. Yeah, he sees the cow tipping. Yeah, yeah. And then the Jersey cows are like. So he. What What does the dumbest one say? No, it's, it's, no, I love the part when he brings up the milk and he's like, what does he say? He's like, check it out. like or so, Oh, God, he says something like that. But he could, oh, yeah, it's, it's here. Yeah. It's right here. By the way, that's voiced by Don, John DiMaggio. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I think is a poor waste of John DiMaggio. He goes he like, has a few lines. He, he goes like, walking and talking. No, yeah, he, he, no he goes, he goes, walkie talkie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And then they and then they tip the boy over, and they're like, "Yeah, cowboy tipping." And the wife's like, "Carol, do you see the the cows outside? Carol, they took my Carol, Carol." <laughs> and then That's he funny. Got, and then he grabs a six pack, and he's like, "Yeah, there's cows out in the field. Yeah. They're in the field. It's the field. There's cows. You're gonna yeah. see cows. She's lost her mind. <laughs> Where to go? I don't know." Yeah. By the way. I think the only reason he stays with her is because of her fucking oh truck. <laughs> anyway, so that happens, <laughs> and then basically Otis has to learn up because the coyotes come. Yeah, and yeah. they and they beat him up, and he sucks ass. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna leave. And Bessie's pregnant, or not Bessie, the other one. And he's like, Oh, she hot. Daisy, no, Daisy, yeah, Daisy. She's like, Oh, she. Who's hot. voiced by Courtney Cox? She's like, Oh, she hot. Um, and you missed a very important. Part. I did. Um. And then the coyotes come back and they steal a, uh, the the hens. And most importantly, they steal Maddie. And Otis is like... Mm. Who is the baby chick, Yeah, by the way? Otis is like, I'm gonna fuck him up, boy. And then they go and he gets beat up and then everybody shows up and then they beat up the wolves. And Dag oh. is like, eh, I'm gonna eat your chickens. And Otis is like, or Bennett, Otis is like, you ain't better never come around here again, you damn coat. And then that's the end. Uh, no, no. Uh, Daisy has, has her birth. baby. And, and by and the, the way, donkey's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like. Well, yeah, but, but like, b- before Ben dies. Okay, before, okay. And then he goes outside and he sees the cows dancing. No, he the sees stars the stars dancing. dancing. I mean, it's the stars. It's the something his the cows, father. The cows and the stars. Yeah, that he sees the stars dancing because that's something that his father told him that he saw back when. All right, he we'll first get to we'll get to that though. We got well, to I, but I think that's important to the recap. Anyway, that's the end of the recap. You guys uh, suck at this. Oh, what do you mean, you guys? Oh, I will not. No, it was all a hundred percent me. All right. So, I'll, we I'll all know what this that. movie's about. Kyle, why don't you tell us? Actually, Mike, why don't you tell us with your paradoxical statement? Oh, because you want me to talk about responsibility? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, say it. Um, with great power... No, say it like Mike. Oh, with, uh, it's a paradoxical statement to say, with great power comes great responsibility. He knows this podcast exists, right? I hope so. I hope so, Mike. Hey, again, the only time he ever looked at anything I've ever done, besides in his class, was that one picture on Hayden's set. Anyway, what's this um, film about? I, I mean... Jesus! I just got that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're quick on your feet. I guess you can outrun, Jake. Okay, so... Um, that was... I thought that was clever. Really. That was pretty good. Um, no, I mean, on, honestly, this movie is about responsibility. Oh, and. I, yeah. I initially thought this came out the same year as Spider-Man 2, which I thought was really funny because that's, I mean, that movie's, I guess, more about choice, but even that, I felt like I felt like they were very similar. And I, I meant to look up the exact outline for Joseph Campbell's, uh, like, Hero's, Hero's Journey, Journey yeah. because this follows, a, like, beat per beat. And we, and we can go through that if we wanted to. It's like something to go through, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I just thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, Literally, this, this movie is one one million percent about the adoption of. Oh, and I, and I think I think more specifically, at least, and you may disagree with that. Mm-hmm. The purpose of that responsibility is for our children. 
Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. yeah. To, so, 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 yes, the adoption of responsibility, but for I, what reason? I, I would expand that to say family, because well, the bond sure, kind of sure. like a family, I, and I agree. But yeah. I think I think we see this first come about in this film when Otis uh, interacts with Maddie the first time. Yeah, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, "That's what this film's about." Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, I I agree because there is a a greater emphasis on like you know the next generation of, yeah. of animals. But um, but I, I think just in general, I think it's responsibility and the purpose of that being to, for Otis, and you could say that Otis is essentially the what we would say the man of the house yeah. in, in the mm-hmm. classic sense, that the man of the house's purpose is to be responsible for his family. Right. Um, and something I want to point out. And protect them from the outside, but we'll get into that. Something I want to point out, uh, to remember, so already, I know I say this every time, uh, at least in the scope of this podcast, when I whenever I watch a movie, I view everything as intentional. Yeah. But specifically, here in an animated film, there's no doubt that everything has to be intentional. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. because every stroke or whatever you want to call it. Every ha- line of code. Right. Has been made. And I'm not talking about that, this in Shaun of the, Shaun the Sheep. Um <clears throat> Because that was claymation, so so every detail has to be exact. Every detail was was put down, which means that it's all intentional. Um, and I don't think that there's anything in this film that's like, oh, maybe that wasn't intentional. Uh, but yeah, for sure, this movie, everything intentional. Yeah. So I I mean I don't I'm just gonna say it. Uh, there was a there was a quote that I wrote down. There there's the obvious quote that Ben says that that Otis also states at. Uh, when he's talking to the coyotes, which is kind of the culmination of his yeah. character arc, which is strong man stands up for himself, but a stronger man stands up for right, others. Let me that better. A strong man stands up for himself, and a stronger man stands up for others. Yeah, you said you said but, or you said and, but not but. But it's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll get past that. It's fine. Um, but I liked the. Uh, there was another quote that he says. There's a hair on my uh, phone. There's another quote that was. Uh, either right before or right after that, where it said, that fence defines our space, and as long as I'm still kicking, no animal will be hurt inside that fence. And you may know where I'm going to go with this, but in ancient cities, you know where I'm going? Specifically, the city uh, that Gilgamesh resided over. Uruk? Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, I know things too. Good. Hey, that's good. Is that where Um, you're going? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, not not necessarily just that one, but just in the the general sense is that that the fence or the wall around the city defines the ordered space, which which is super interesting. Uh, and I and I didn't think about this. I brought up Gilgamesh, and the reason that Gilgamesh put the wall around the city of Uruk was to keep out nature. Was basically man's overcoming of nature, which is interesting that. The fence, the wall, the border would would bring about order within the space, mm-hmm. but the the animals are considered like nature, like natural. Yeah, but they're residing within the ordered fence to keep out the nature. Yeah, and and it's and it's you know obviously like they're human like you know creatures right. in the film, and the I, I think one of the reasons why humans form a society at all is not just the social aspect of it but it's again it's to protect like you said from nature um 
but also, you know, opposing forces. And, and you either of those can be the coyote, depending on how you want to interpret that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it is that safeguard. And when you step out of that, you don't know what happens. But if you have a noble king, per se, and, and this would be the case with Ben, then you have someone who um, is able to protect the people in that wall, in that fence. And uh, that's what makes, and this goes back to the theme about that's what makes um uh what would you call it the uh the wise patriarch almost um is one who is able to protect his family the one inside that wall inside that fence inside that house so <clears throat> i just I, I i liked the idea of that because that is a very mm-hmm. mythological um interpretation or maybe not interpretation yeah right yeah word. it is and um uh, again i go back to the idea mm-hmm. of the wall protecting what's inside but we often see, and I, and I don't know, um, I, I can quote Gilgamesh, um, Gawain, all that kind of stuff, where there is a wall. But but what I think is interesting that that sometimes, and more often than not, you have to go outside of that protection to yes. defend your home from within. Right. And that was the next part that I was going to say, because, you know, when you have order, there is the chaos around it. And... Well, as a wise man once okay. said, I pity the humans. They view chaos and order as somehow opposites. Ten bucks if you know where that's from. Yeah, I do. Age of Ultron. No, no, not every time when you like. Not the people that can see. (laughs) People who can't. Oh, oh, vision. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. (laughs) He meant the people only who are listening. I know. I know. Vision. All right, Chris. What do you what do you have to say to what we've been saying? Um, I agree with it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, no, I mean, the whole thing about, like, uh, the fence, like, you know, being your home. Being I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just smiling. <laughs> hey, I'm, not, I'm not laughing at you, I'm just smiling in general. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, yeah, there's chaos outside of your home, and you can't just protect what's, like, in your boundaries, because sometimes the chaos comes to you when you're not expecting it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> which is what happens around, I think it's, like, the beginning of the the third act when um when uh otis otis makes a deal with the coyotes and otis is like okay well they can have the chickens but i want to be here when it happens so he he's ready to abandon them yeah but he sees he sees the um the coyotes have taken all the hens Specifically, uh, specifically the um maddie yeah maddie which again our our first interaction with otis uh, owning up to something or, or uh, showing the slightest glimpse mm-hmm. of responsibility because he was forced to see it. Yeah, right. yeah, and he was forced to see that, and he couldn't turn away from it. He he <laughs> couldn't back down. Yeah. So yeah, uh, well, there you go. Yeah, I didn't think about um, that. Yeah. Well, see, I watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I like what you were saying is that you know chaos always mm-hmm. comes in. It's uh, uh, complexity always rears its uh, you know its its head. It's mm-hmm. well, it is honestly, it's kind of like uh, in the garden of eden story it's the fact that not even god can construct a boundary with which the snake cannot manifest say that one more time (laughs) even god cannot construct a territory at which the snake cannot manifest he's saying that no matter what you build there's something is always going to like 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 dare like in daredevil the show no the movie movie. okay season three the one we did on the podcast 
uh, evil always exists. Yeah. It is the good mm -hmm. that rises up to meet it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That's what Otis did. Yeah, but in, <clears throat> and in Ben's case, and it could have been in Otis's case too, um, the evil outweighed the good. It was alone. Uh, it, oh, uh, well. Ben was alone. I think and, Ben well, was alone for sure. And I think specifically because uh, Otis yeah. did not rise up. Otis but at the same time, to. if Otis was there, he would have been the one that was dead. Maybe. But if 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 it, I think the the point of the story is that if he had been there with his dad, oh okay, then, that, then yeah, possibly then, yeah, then yeah they would have been able to defend the. And honestly, area. if Otis was there, his other friends probably would have been around at least. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's what saved Otis. Well, right. and that and speaking of Ben, and speaking of Ben, if Peter uh, Parker had decided to not be a dick to Uncle yeah. Ben. Which it, it, it's it's so it's so interesting, Uncle Ben. Right, or if he was yeah. going to where he said he was going, or uh, any of that stuff. It, it, it's very interesting how we have these stereotypes in film, like the hero's journey specifically. I don't think that it's a cliche, not a stereotype. Okay, cliche, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, that we have with these two films, or with any film, that there's always this decision that's been made. And and Michael Arndt talks about this in his um, writing a story where he where he talks about the character making there's a good and a bad decision mm -hmm. and the character makes the bad decision. And that's what sets up the entire story. Right. And it's interesting that that specifically with this film that, uh, and this kind of incident is that we know if Otis would have just stayed, then none of this would have happened. Mm -hmm. And we know that that's the case and we're still so profoundly mm -hmm. impacted by it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's an archetypal story for a reason. And, right. and, and it's because I, and I think, I think this is very much true on almost every level of analysis is that the reason why stories are so captivating to us is because we view our own lives as a story. Right. And it's always the case that you make the bad decision first because telling, you know, telling, telling someone that they're, that they're perfect the way that they are is just a lie because I mean, you know, it depends like, let's say we're our age right now. We're, you know, yeah. 20, 21, 22, right? If you're perfect the way you are, then what do you have to strive for for the next 60 years of your life? What is the, uh, what's yeah. the quote? Oh, you keep talking. Yeah. You're, you're always going, you're, you're always going to need to progress as a person. And I think it's an utter lie and, and, a, and almost <laughs> a, nice and almost a sin that you would tell people that they're perfect the way that they are because they're not, they need you are going to make the wrong decision first. And it's up to you as an individual to decide if you're going to make the right decision next. Well, and, and as a very, very intelligent man once said, once you stop learning, you start dying. You know, who said that <clears throat> you, right. That's now. right. <laughs> no, that was Albert Einstein. Uh, but I, but I okay. think it's totally true. And this might get me canceled. <clears throat> we live in an age and this is also kind of going off topic. We mm -hmm. live in an age where, uh, like like body shaming, I will say body shaming is bad, but kind of that body acceptance, but but that overhaul of acceptance, right? It's like you said, like it's okay it, to be, yeah, it's okay to be morbidly obese because that's how you are. It's okay to not improve, right? It's okay which, to settle, which is wildly yeah. false. Mm -hmm. But I think there's there's a difference between accepting where you are at right now, and and striving to be better, as you would say, yeah, versus. Yeah. Being okay with where you are, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Acceptance, it, it, that kind of thing is kind of blurring the line between acceptance and denial. 
Oh, I agree, but yeah. I think, but I think in our age, we're, we, like you said, we're blurring those lines, mm-hmm. and as as language evolves, then that's what we have. Acceptance becomes denial. Mm-hmm. Denial doesn't exist mm-hmm. anymore. And I think I think uh, Otis says, yeah, I think he puts this uh, together perfectly. Uh, he says, "What's uh, what does he say?" Oh, Ben says, "You'll never be happy if you keep goofing off." Mm-hmm. But but Otis is perfectly happy with this where mm-hmm. he, where he is at because being the son of the uh, patriarchy or whatever you want to call it, um, well, not the patriarchy, just the the patriarch. It's yeah. the okay the the character. Mm-hmm. Not, well, if you're saying the pa- well, it, there is a big distinct distinction. Right, I know, I know, yeah. I know. Um, That's why we have words. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everyone looks up to him like the leader, but he doesn't have to take on the responsibilities of the leader because his dad's doing that. For well, him. and exactly, and he gets he gets all the okay. benefits with being a part of that family, right. and so he doesn't yeah. have to take that responsibility mm-hmm. until he does. Mm-hmm. But but when he doesn't, he's like he's like ah whatever. And uh, he and Otis says, "What's the big deal?" Uh, and he says something else, and he says, "Coyotes kill." Yeah, yeah. And then he also says, "Every man, sh- every man for himself." That's how it should be. So that that is his denial of that responsibility, mm-hmm. which in turn gets Ben killed. Yeah. And and I, I was planning on getting into that towards the end as far as like how I was imagining the, the podcast going because I didn't know if we were going to bring that up. But I mean, I think that does get, and this is stuff that Jake and I off, off air have uh, disagreed about fundamentally uh Uh-oh. the uh the idea of experience in the now versus okay. uh uh what would you say um most recently a drunken conversation yeah which i was there for i just watched yeah <laughs> maybe i can articulate myself slightly better um <laughs> but um no yeah it's experience of the present that euphoric experience versus i guess uh stable pleasure of well I, I and i think we got into this like happiness versus uh tranquility is what i was I, what I put it as yeah yeah no and and i i agree i just otis certainly is aiming for something low and i think it, it's like uh, i think his struggle is that what he needs is right in front of him but he's he's aiming so low he can't see it perhaps. well he, he's he's strictly aiming for as soren kierkegaard would, would put it he's strictly aiming for finitude he only mm, yeah. exists. He only wishes to exist, like you said, in the present, in the now. Yeah. Only what is tangible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it and I, I know I've said this before, um, but it's like you have to consider yourself um, not just in the now, but in all dimensions of your life. You have to consider yourself uh, for the person you are in uh, an hour, a week, a month, in five years. You have to you have to make decisions to make all of those iterations of yourself you know happy i guess is Mm. a word you can use i don't know if that's necessarily the best word but because if you don't if you're only concerned about the now of yourself well i I don't think historically speaking that you can look at any person who has only been consist concerned about the now and say that they have had a happy life i do not think you can point a single person out like that unless they are immensely wealthy and bear no responsibility for themselves or the ones around them even even then uh Take another movie, Arthur, with um, Russell Brand. Like the guy, his character, and that is, like you said, immensely wealthy. And then 
everything comes crashing down. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know and, what you're talking about. And he's only lived for himself in the present, and then when all that goes away, he has to live like the uh, proverbial peasant. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that, but yeah. I haven't seen it either. I know of it, though. I know of it, and 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 I can I can see that um, being compared to this movie. Um, anything more? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Kyle and I have had a lot had a lot of practice. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah. Otis definitely had a luxurious life, and then as soon as like everything kind of came down, he didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, and um, and I actually think selling out his own family is probably the lowest of the low. Yeah, which is kind of which is kind of messed up. It's yeah. really messed up, yeah. and it's like, oh shit, this actually happens. Is what makes him like decide to man up which i mean yeah. yeah um and and i think we can get into that decision actually because i want to i want to barbara schlump yeah <laughs> my, my my wife is asleep weren't you the one that said to not say that well you guys said yeah, we already outed it you so. guys already outed it yeah i didn't i think and now i'm just using it as an excuse to say my wife for for why i'm not as uh, into this um podcast right now (laughs) he's blaming his wife for his failings that's what i'm hearing yes (laughs) that's why you that's why you get married okay uh (laughs) um i love you (laughs) (laughs) she 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 got off okay okay but i'm gonna be honest like i i did check out of this movie last night. Also, I was really tired. But you also but, watched it today. Yeah, I watched it again today, and I picked up on some things I didn't pick up on the first uh, the first time. Yeah, I like did. being adopted. <laughs> I totally <laughs> Which is a that. massive, I totally pivotal point that. of this film. I know. But I will say, that's what got me back on board with it. Uh, like I said at the top of the episode, <laughs> Yeah. If you don't like adopted kids, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's not what I mean. I just mean, like, I, I, I was not expecting that, but once yeah. I heard it, it made sense. Because I think another thing this movie touches on is, of course, family. And also equality, and I'll get on that in a minute. Um, but it's kind of ironic coming from you, Chris. Okay, goddamn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's... um. I mean, they're a, they're a whole, like, barnyard of, like, different species. <laughs> what? It, it was just the fact that Jake laughed. Like, he said they're I'm a whole... not even going to talk if you no, want to take no, my no, opinion no, seriously. I, I, I'm listening, darling. <laughs> it's a whole environment Claire looked of, up again. of people. Barbara looked up again. It's a whole environment of people who right. are obviously not related to each other, and they're all of different species, but they all treat each other as equals, kind of like in regular show, which you uh, yes. said yeah. in, in a recent, uh, it has not come out yet, um, video essay about regular show. Yes, upcoming. Well, it might be out by the time you hear this. Probably not. Well, yeah, no, I'm still working on it. I know. Uh, but yeah, no, you're exactly, I, I agree with you 100%, and uh, as the old adage goes, friends are the family you choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think that sometimes that, that bond can be more powerful. Love you, Mom. Um, <laughs> just just because you, you you live with your family all your mm-hmm. life, and, and you do come into those struggles where it's like, oh, I take that back. Never mind. I'm disproving my argument. Anyway. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that like you guys, you go through a lot of shit together, but then I remembered Stranger Things Season 2 where, uh, what's his name? Murray? Which, who Murray the bald guy bald eagle yeah glasses Murray's like they're you know Murray's like and you got and you guys got the real shit shared trauma 
which always makes Bond stronger. So I re- recant my statement. Oh, okay. Anyway, f- a familial bond, regardless, is always um, mm-hmm. yeah. very powerful yeah. and, and definitely, you know, a driving force when your family's about to be eaten by coyotes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I would I would even argue that it's it's more powerful when you choose something and then that's being threatened to be taken taken away yeah. from oh, yeah. you. I mean, right. well, that, that's kind of where I was going for. But but I yeah. blood is stronger than wine. I think it's water or thicker. It's supposed to be it's thicker than water. You know who else is thick? No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I do. I don't know who you're gonna say. Where is she? All okay, right. <laughs> oh, <hey>, well, <laughs> yeah. <isn't> that... <laughs> looking at the block. <laughs> also, a uh, little side note: if the farmer's vegan, why the fuck does he have a barn of animals? Cow. Does no, he, I mean, yeah, but he's he vegan. Have, he doesn't have a slaughter. Oh, vegan. Yeah, you're right. He's vegan. So if he doesn't believe in selling any kind of animal products for, for consumption, no, no, why pets. does he have pets. it? Have you ever seen... He doesn't animal- take care of his fucking pets! He should be the one taking care of the coyotes, not the fucking cow! Sorry. Sorry. Bar- That's Bar- why I don't like this movie. It, Barbara nodded. It, it, it realistically doesn't hold Look, up. Look, it's a but joke, sub- right? sub- like, like everything else in it. You once were vegan. Yeah, and you now are you being vegan. Ten bucks yeah. if you get that reference. It, it's um, just things like that. Also, the fact that milk cows have udders. It's things like Chris, that. Chris, that turn you, me you, off. You're, you're, you're equality. Okay, okay. But everything's intentional. <laughs> everything's intentional. Everything's Chris. intentional. Yes. Also, I want to point out the guy who directed this movie also directed one of my favorite movies as a kid. Becoming John Malkovich. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Oh, really? Yes, he dir- he no he created that, that movie. It is wait, what'd you say? Huh? Did I you say s- bringing up John Malkovich. I said becoming John Malkovich. No, it's being John Malkovich. Yeah, I oh, think you right. said it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, wait, being John Malkovich is one of my favorite movies. No, becoming yeah, John. No, Malkovich I, no, is mine my was the prequel. Is this him being born? <laughs> no, it's it's actually it's all about the conception. The, the alternate title is the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, no, but but I think there is something to be said there. Um, wait about what? <laughs> yeah, what were we talking about? The Kung- the guy who created this movie yeah. created Kung Pao Enter the Fist, which right. if you don't know what that is, it is a parody. Oh, that's a guy from Mortal Kombat. It is a parody of like Bruce Lee movies, right? Where like everything is voiceovered, but there is a CGI scene where the guy who is supposed to be playing Bruce Lee is fighting a CGI cow who knows Kung Fu with gophers being used as nunchucks. All right, that's at the end gophers. at the at the end of Barnyard. They have gophers. Otis, a cow, fights a bunch of coyotes with gophers who know Kung Fu. Yeah. Barbara's getting into that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, go hubby, go hubby. <laughs> Wait, yeah. ew, gross. Okay. So um <laughs> All right. Oh, Kung Pao: The Fist is a really great movie. I want to, I want to Jin Saki this and uh, circle back. What? Um, backwards? Should no, it's backwards? a anybody who keeps up with politics knows that's funny. On the outside um, looking in, I I do want to uh, to go back because um, I Chris brought this up I think at, at one point and I was going to mention it. Um, Good job, Chris. The uh, I'm not useless. <clears throat> What I wrote here on my phone, I'll just read this and then I can collect my thoughts because I'm, again, I'm trying to like keep up with what everybody's saying, but also try to say my own thing, and I'm bad at that. But 
Uh, I wrote the madhouse bit, and that's the bit where like you know they got. What's it? What's the animals? The freak animals, crazy, man? crazy, Earl, crazy, crazy Mike. Mike. Crazy, thank you, Barbara. Wow, you remember? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but say the, it again, for Barbara. There it is. There it is. Um, so I said the madhouse bit is what happens when your leaders are not working towards a higher purpose, um, and that that is, I believe, right before like that's like when Ben dies, right? Like that, yeah. that bit. Yeah. Um, Otis, like at that point, obviously isn't the leader. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking no, about, you're talking about right when, after. He, when he sings, when he sings and, and, and no, 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 no. Um, I'm, oh yeah, no. Yeah. Cause crazy Mike, cause he has crazy to, Mike is out after Ben dies. After right? Bryce. Like, yeah. And then like the yeah. barnyard's going crazy and he's about to lose it. And then they bring out crazy Mike and that keeps him. Um, like okay so okay i I was making sure yeah i am thinking of the right place that that's his first like little bit as leader right like i I believe that's pretty much they kind of they force that on him because at first uh otis is still more they 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 don't force it on him but it's like oh otis is in charge we can party and have fun now yeah yeah well again it's the and otis is reluctant right and it's what happens when you know your leaders uh, do not articulate themselves uh, mm. or or aim towards something higher, and I think that's a motif. I do that, not want to be king. I think that's a motif that we're uh, ten bucks if you get that. You're gonna have to give out a lot of money. Nobody <laughs> yeah. look. Yeah. Nobody has ever claimed anything. Also, there's a, it's your turn now. Anyway, listeners. You, you continue, Kyle. But I have a quote. Mm-hmm. But, um, you continue. Okay. But I do have a quote. I was just gonna say I think a motif that I'm I'm getting at across this is about. Uh, aiming towards something noble and i think what we see is the effects of not doing that is the the madhouse is what i just called it mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah and and i think that's actually kind of interesting that's before he's before essentially he has a mission statement um for what his leadership is going to bring about and uh, i i just thought that was really interesting again seeing what happens what seeing what would happen if he was in charge as as he is now and not as he could be that's that's really mm. clever because that's something you have to show or there's no stakes. Mm. And that's something that like in modern movies they would just they would probably skip over that bit. Right. Or it would skip just all be what? for a joke. The 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 madhouse bit. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, well basically like the blending of the two worlds, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so we have we have the responsibility side that that, that, that now has been thrust upon him very rapidly. Mm-hmm. and the side of him that is still kind of like this this party thing yeah and now those worlds are colliding and we know when that happens what happens when that yeah uh chris what was the quote that you were going to say uh yeah what you were saying um remind me of a quote that i think maps out this entire movie and i can't remember who said it but um uh hard times create strong men strong men create good times good times create weak men mm-hmm. weak men create hard times it yeah. sounds i can only hear alfred hitchcock saying that that's not I, him I, at I all don't that think that's it, alfred that's hitchcock not, no that is, what did you say it was uh hard times create strong men. Just, just type that in and you'll yeah i forget who yeah. Said I feel that. like you've said that before because I, I I've heard that and yeah but I feel like that you know who was, maps out the entire it was, movie. It was Lao Tzu. Lao, is that the is he Chinese? Is that, is that no, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I was flexing my philosophy. All right. Was hard times create strong was, was men? He, was he Chinese? Hard times create strong men. Strong men 
create good times. Strong men create good times. And good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. And it just kind of keeps going in that cycle. And um, add the next part to it. And uh, I think he got Bonyard. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, I agree that that circular fashion. It was a, a politician, it looks like. I'm sure, like, plenty of people quoted it, but, like... Michael Hopf. The meaning behind it is, is, no uh, is, yeah. is like, explicitly there. Um, yeah. No, I agree. Well, it, since we're speaking of, of the cyclical nature of things, I, I do want to go into a bit of the hero's journey, but also the way that this movie starts and the way that this movie ends, give or take, you know, a few minutes or whatever. Uh, Mike would love this. Um, uh, ben, ben says... Never thought I'd amount to much, but that all changed when you showed up. Mm-hmm. Because again, uh, he was adopted. He was a cow in a field, and the farmer yeah. didn't know if he was saying the cows in the field if he was right or not. Mm-hmm. Do you get that? What'd you say? All right, I'm sorry. Um, I, I was I was looking at my so notes. so that's that's when that's when Ben and and I go I go back to the the idea of the children are these the symbol of responsibility, right? It's what it's what we strive to protect innately, just because that's how it is. Um, as Bruce Dornby would say. Um, but when, when Otis shows up and Ben adopts him, that's when Ben stands up and, yeah. and becomes the yeah. leader that he was, yeah. you know, the proverbial quote meant to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, because uh, Otis resembled everything that, that you are standing for as a leader of, of your of Ben your or family. Otis? Huh? Ben or Otis. Otis. Otis stood for everything that Ben it was supposed to stand for which is like the next generation and, and keeping the family going by protecting them you're speaking really quiet again anyway um <laughs> no i my, my I, understand, point in, I understand okay my, my point in saying that was that the this same movie, thing happens to otis so sorry all right fuck you all right okay. i'm gonna cut that out <laughs> or maybe i won't because you just stole my fucking thunder chris Good anyway show. And that's what happens to Otis at the end. Is that as soon as this random woman's child is born, that he's got the hots for, Otis is like, that's my kid now. Is that how Otis talks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how Kevin James talks? Yeah. yeah. He's known for his deep voice. Yeah. yeah. And then, because of that, Otis has now accepted the responsibility, metaphorically. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, you stole my thunder. If we're this going, is not supposed to be a competition. Okay, this is a podcast where we yeah, not civilly a, not a talk petition. about the meaning of, of kids' movies. Uh, not kids' movies. Goddamn. Not kids' movies. <laughs> well, just... Fuck you, Jay. You know what I mean. At the moment, this is a, <laughs> at the moment, this is a kids' movie. Leprechaun Four in Space was arguably a kids' movie, but this is definitely whoa, a kids' movie. Whoa. Wait a second. What? <laughs> Stop. Well, there Wait was a an, minute. There was animation in it. Uh, there were also titties in it. Oh yeah, I, I completely forgot. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh yeah, no, you're right. That was funny. There were titties in this. Have movie you ever too. You remember the no, websites you enter <laughs> when they say you must be 18 to enter? Wait, what? Yeah, Chris knows what I'm talking about. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat Same that. kind of show. You literally cannot purchase this film unless you're 18. 
Like, Wait, I had to four? check my ID, bro, when I bought that eight film collection. Oh, he bought the eight film. Wait, of the when Leprechaun. you bought Leprechaun collection? Yeah, because yeah. it's rated R. They had to check. My I have ID. never been carded for like buying a rated R movie, Which is especially funny, one that's in a five dollar like movie bin. I was gonna say, I was like, Jake. Jake has like a full beard. Yeah, like, I look Chris, like I'm twelve. Yeah, Chris <laughs> looks like a child. Like it, that's that's actually really funny to me. Yeah, I've never been carded for. Anyway, rated back R to the back to. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I do want to bring up, because we're talking about um, Ben uh, adopting Otis, and I think, I can't remember if we oh, mentioned hold on. that before. The also, podcast, the hero's so. journey is a circle. I forgot to say that. And yeah. it's, this, is, this film is cyclical. Anyway, yeah. sorry. What? Um, when he sees, when he first sees Otis, or, or maybe not when he first sees Otis, but when he first starts to take responsibility for Otis, um, he says the, uh, the he saw the stars dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a lot to say about that because Otis uh, sees the same thing, and see how I didn't interrupt him, even though I knew exactly what he was. You're interrupting say. him I, right now. No, but I <laughs> interrupts me to point out he wasn't. Interrupting. No, but what I mean is, I didn't say Kyle was like saying his thing, and I didn't go. Oh, and then his stars dance for Otis. Okay, so do you um, want me on this podcast anymore? I do, Chris. Okay. No. <laughs> Um, but what, I'm what, kidding, Chris. <clears throat> so I have I have two two ideas uh, to discuss while Jake and Chris finger lock hands. Um, relationship hand. I'm not doing that with you. Um, nice. And um, <laughs> so there are two concepts I want to talk about. One, dancing, and why people look up at stars. Um, What's the difference between a qual and a bargain? Would you stop interrupting him? It takes two to tango, <laughs> like dancing or good music. Yeah, I that's Adam West Batman, right? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I and then he's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said another song where he asked for a tall glass of orange. No, he said no. He says, "Can I get a fresh, large orange juice?" <laughs> and then the guy right. goes, and then the guy goes, "The Batman special." All right, Kyle, back to Dancing with the Stars. Okay. So, um, dancing, and this was, that was uh, pretty good. Jojo Rabbit uh, actually says this kind of explicitly. Uh, you dance uh, to show that you are free, right? Mm. Um, that one had a German accent. You dance to show you are free. Nine. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything accent-wise right. I can do a Black Panther accent. Don't. <laughs> I, before he said Panther, I was like, please stop. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, here we go. Here's a, here's a good reference. Stop, here's, no. a good refer- here's a good reference. I speak jab. Yeah, okay. Airplane. Um, anywho, so um, I, think, I think you can't have freedom without responsibility. And I think that's actually an interesting concept. Now, that is a paradoxical statement. Yes. Holy shit! That Man, is a paradox. Blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Well, in the reason, the reason I think that is that's actually embedded in the U.S. Uh, Constitution, specifically U.S. The, and a. specifically the idea of rights. Way too many different movies <laughs> right now. Okay, look, I'm just gonna talk, and if you guys hear me, you hear me, and if you guys don't, then you can email the podcast oh, to complain. Okay, the idea of rights in U.S. law do not exist without duties. Okay? <laughs> he said duties. You cannot have freedom without responsibility. And so when you, you and so anyways, dancing is what you could say is a physical external externalization of freedom, right? Is mm-hmm. the the joy of freedom. And it's not that you are free to do 
whatever you like, you know, going specifically maybe to the Christian faith, people say, oh, I'm free in Christ. People argue, well, if you're free in Christ, why can't you do this and that? Because, well, I'm free to have the responsibility to live my life according to the highest purpose. Mm. Anyways, speaking of highest purpose, the reason people look at stars, why a lot of people, um, they just take it, they take it for granted why we do that. Why do you look up in general? Um, you look up because that's where you're aiming. That's why the gods lived in the sky, because they lived above everybody. It, the, the idea of looking up towards the sky the stars, uh, uh, Pinocchio, you wish upon a star. Well, why do you wish upon a star? Right? That doesn't... What's that song? When when you wish upon a star? Yeah, but what's the song? That is the... When yeah, you but... wish upon... Holy shit. It's the, um... It's the anthem to, like, the to Disney. Yeah. 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 I'm not a big Disney Can you sing guy. it for us, Barbara? Sing it. Please. Can you say no louder? Please. Can you say it like Batman? It'll, it'll, yeah. No. 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 no did you just no. burp when you did that? It sounded like a burp when you did that. No. Okay, anyway. that's whole. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we watch The Amazing Bulk? It's on Tubi. The Amazing I, Who, Bulk? which? I want to watch that. Yeah. Did y'all yeah. watch that? No. No, but oh I know it's God, on Tubi. Dude. I want to yeah. watch that so bad. I. Tubi, uh, if I'm the Amazing, Tubi, if The Amazing Bulk is fantastic, you. You have my respect again. Back to the stars. Oh, I heard it's actually. You like... would not believe your. Wait, that's not stars. Yeah, that's fireflies. One million stars. <laughs> One million stars. Anyways, um, long long story short, you 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 look you look up to the stars as a sign of you have now aimed at your highest purpose. You wish upon a star because that is the ideal out there. It is the universe, the cosmos. It is everything that is great. It is God. You could say. And so when you look up, you wish upon a star, you are saying, I am willing to commit myself to the highest ideal, and I am doing so with my chin up, uh, and I am doing so in with, with the greatest of intent. And I think when you see, the, we're going to merge those together, when you see the stars dancing, that is a combination of you have now, you are now acknowledging the highest ideal, and you are free because of it. And that is, I think, I think that's a very beautiful symbol that they use um, in this movie. And that, again, I know that was kind of a long rambling on that, but I thought I actually really liked that. Just keep that. rambling. So, yeah, you just you just hit a pretty pretty high uh, level of uh, articulation there, Kyle. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's going to take me a minute to process that, so I have to <laughs> move on. That's fine. Because I agree with what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I cannot articulate my... Yeah, agreement in any other way than. But I've been thinking about this like all. I weekend. agree. Well, again, Wait, it's like I... <clears throat> uh, uh, no. I agree. No, why? Well, I agree. There it is. I agree. Also, this had a pretty like all star cast. Here's yeah, what I will it, say: yep. like, I did not like the animation. Yes, that's that's one of the things that threw me off. And immediately after this, Claire and I watched, uh, which I know is confusing because you guys call her Barbara. She has two names. But, well, I, she has I, three I, names. First, one. middle, and last. Okay, well. And the, and the other B name. <laughs> no one wait, listening to this podcast is knows. That, no, is that, wait, that's does that, wait, does that exist anymore? What? Yeah, no, it's, it's a name that sticks forever. Okay. Like if I shaved, I would still have my name. Okay. 
And if I became a little bitch, I would still be boss. Yeah, yeah you would still yeah. be a boss bitch. <laughs> boss, that's boss, just bitch. That's bitch. I was going to say, yeah. I felt like that was. Anyways, yeah. who was talking? I was, but I forgot what about. Oh, yeah. No, my. my Yo, it's weird. Because, like. Oh, my God! (laughs) I've already told you about this, Kyle. If I don't say it, I'm going to (laughs) forget. Oh, and then you bitched at me for interrupting earlier? No, that's. I did not get on to you for interrupting. I got on to you for saying what I was going to say, and I was ramping it up, and then you were just like, oh, yeah, they do that. Go ahead, Jake. It's weird how like their hooves. It looks like they're wearing like sleeves. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. The, the, yeah. Like their arms like go up and then they kind of like yeah. But if they are in. on all fours, there's there's the obvious indention of yeah, hood, yeah, which is weird. But then it looks like they're wearing like oven mitts. Well, and yeah. we can talk about that for a second. I think there's a distinction between their animal nature and their person mm-hmm. nature because oh, I should probably get closer to the mic. Um, when when Otis first attacks the coyotes, he does so on all fours. Yeah. And then yeah. when he comes in later, he's standing on his back too. Yo, evolution. Well, mm. it, it it is kind of you know. Also, cows don't fight. <laughs> That's another wait, thing that got ha- me. Wait, have you movie. ever been to a cow fighting ring? <gasps> like cows fight. Like yeah. cows fight coyotes. Oh my god. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I have a. You grand... ever heard of bullfighting? Come on. Well, Chris. bulls are different. Bulls no, are cows. Bulls are cows. I know. Bull is what Otis is. I, I know, but like, I'm which, talking which is about. funny because there's also like bulls that look like bulls. Yeah. No, he, he's like a steer. Well, he's, he, I think he's just a tom girl. I think is that's what they're steer? implying. Do what? A what steer. kind of cow is he? Claire? It's a Holstein. He's a Holstein. I'm sorry, cow. can you say that in the mic? He's a he's a Joe Olstein cow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's, he's preaching. He's like, why, why? Ben Ben's like, you got to take responsibility. Why? And then and then Ben's like, always, <laughs> always. Uh, Snape. No, but I was talking about. Okay, so immediately after watching this movie, me and my wife uh, saw. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's she you. Was, she was yeah. there. She was going like. <laughs> My wife and I watched <laughs> Curious George, not the live action movie, which I I did not know that there was a live action. You guys insist there. And I hope there is. Otherwise, I'm <laughs> really stupid. I really don't think there is one. Anyway, we watched the one that came out in theater uh, the same year. Um, Barnyard came out, which is also crazy because Barnyard did very well in the box office. Yeah, Curious George barely made its budget. Oh shit! Really? I think we're wrong. Yeah, I was think there you are. I, I swear, I swear there to was. God, dude, was that, a, was that a fever dream? I swear <laughs> to God, you're thinking of George of the Jungle. No, no, it's not no. George of the Jungle. I'm telling you, I. It was like no, almost, I know exactly what you're talking. Aesthetically, about. looked like Paddington or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But and, it, and, it was, and okay, my point is, and I'm talking about a different movie. Yeah. But uh, the Curious George movie that came out the same year as Barnyard. Mm-hmm. we haven't finished it but like within the first five minutes i was already attached to that movie and no and also, dude because there's a clip where a guy's in a car and he's like man i've seen a lot of stuff in my life <laughs> was that your wakandan accent <laughs> no this is my wakandan accent oh my god i have never seen anything like that in my that, life that was just jamaican that just that was actually like, just oh, jamaican it sounds like you're describing coming to america no he's doing what in america coming to america okay fuck you also uh coming to america which is also crazy i haven't seen that it's a uh, 
No, it, it's a sequel coming out this year. If I'm not mistaken, it's coming out this year. Okay. I thought it was a movie that out. came out in the late '80s. Well, they're they're doing that with everything. Yo, you know? are we like, thinking of George of the Jungle? I actually George of the because I know because I know there is one, but it's older. Yeah. Anyway, you said you didn't like the animation of this movie. I wasn't a huge fan of it, mm-hmm. but we watched Curious George. The animation of that is phenomenal. Yeah. Like I like I think it, I think that is critically well, the the animation in like Toy Story, the first Toy Story is amazing. And that was back in like nineteen, you know, fifty seven well, or whatever. It was nineteen ninety seven. Close that's, enough. But this is two D animation, but it looks almost three D because they backlit they backlight every oh, okay. uh, character model. So it separates it from the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it uh, what they do with color in that movie is insane. No, I've seen I've seen this. Yeah, it's something else. Um. <clears throat> well, I mean, we also got to keep in mind. I believe I could be wrong on this, but I believe this is only the second Nickelodeon original movie. What was which, the first? The first was SpongeBob, if I'm not mistaken. Which there could be some beforehand, but even if that's the case, which I could, I could. Ver- oh, well, I guess there's Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, I see. I'm looking it up now. Which that I'm pretty sure that came out before, but yeah, because this was 2000. But this was the yeah, and gosh, uh, I'm really. Bad. It, it was it was uh, it was produced by Steve Oderkirk, which is the same guy. Yeah, the guy who 2001, also, who also 2001. I, was, I, was, I think yeah, cause SpongeBob was like 2003, wasn't it? No, it was five. Okay, yeah. wait a minute. That guy produced the Jimmy Neutron movie. Yeah. Wow. He's probably like a. Can like you pull a, up the Netflix original movies like that were made? I'm because I'm curious Netflix how many have been made. No, no, no. Uh, uh, oh, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon originals. You can just look it up in the Google bar. You don't have to. But you also got like the live action Nickelodeon movies. Yeah, I'm I'm speaking like but, but, uh, like yeah, animated, animated ones because like the original wave. This isn't this isn't second wave. Because wait, what's it called? Oh, this is the Nickelodeon Renaissance. We're getting very off topic. No, this is very much on Cry topic. Baby Lane. Never heard Doom of Runners. I've never heard what? of that. Don't click on it. I'm just By the way, this I'm gonna I think this is this film is a blend of Lion King. Yeah. That's one of the first things I thought of. It's a blend of Lion King. I did I forget. Oops, I did. It's a blend of Lion King and Spider Man. Yeah. Yes. Which I think an aptly named title for this episode would be Peter Parker's Animal Farm. Also, that's a great, that's a great. Yeah, yeah, really great. Also, and I sent this to you guys on Snapchat. But um, where's Chris's snap? I'm gonna tell you. Okay, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. I I thought it was funny. Wait, why are these not on here? I pointed out that it is similar to uh, Spider-Man because a father figure named Ben had to die for the main character to get his shit together, and also. The scene after um, Ben's funeral is a close-up shot on a spider. I do not think that's a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, because Otis is like the, yeah, the spider is so, like there on the edge of a leaf. Or yeah, something. yeah, and it's, and and it's the center of the frame. What the is that? School's out the musical. That looks yeah. that looks like a Jimmy Neutron or not a, a fairly, 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 fairly odd parents. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh wow, there's a Blue's Clues movie. Um, there's a Blue's Clues movie. Yeah, that sounds pretty. We are very happy. off topic. Now, how how long are we into this? <laughs> Just an hour and two minutes. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, I I I wanted to like summarize. I think Otis's character arc. 
Ben dies. Yeah, put ex- <laughs> he, he he wrote Ben dies, and then he put like a bunch of asterisks around it and stars. He's like, that, make sure I for, don't forget that. Um, that. That was kind of funny. Um, so I I wrote um I wrote this, and I think this kind of summarizes Otis's character arc. Um, it's necessary to let things go during your journey uphill, and before your crisis impels you to the conclusion that life sucks and then you die. Consider this: life doesn't have the problem; you do. So fuck off. Amen. I don't know why I said the last part of that, but I'm still thinking about Joel Olstein. What? Chris is like a sermon. This this Sunday was so good. <laughs> Hold on. Why are you on screen ramp? My parents saw Joel Olstein. Like in person? person? Yeah, my dad shook his hand. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he get money? No. Oh, that sucks. Hey, where's the set? Hold on. What are you looking at? Shh. Shh. I don't know if they want me to say that. But... It's okay. We don't know who... Uh, oh, I almost said your last name as a joke, and I was like... <laughs> okay, okay. I, don't, I don't know if we should do well, that. Well, shit. All right. All right. Speaking of letting the past die... Are you just letting the front... Oh, my God. You let the past die. Kill it if you have to. It's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Yeah, well, can I... Let go! Can I quote Rise of Skywalker and tell you everything you just said is wrong and I'm going to redo this entire thing? Hey, guess what? God, I hate Rise of Skywalker. Hey, but guess what? If we did a podcast on that, I would just constantly hold my middle finger. But guess what? Yeah. That wasn't Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I I know. I know that was Last Jedi. Jedi. I was saying, now let me quote to you Rise of Skywalker because it refutes everything Last Jedi did because it's terrible writing. He took Laza. (laughs) <laughs> did, you have, did you have a fireball shot before we started? Hey, hey, hey! I was like, oh my hey, god! Uh, he took his glasses. You weren't off even that. that. You weren't. You. I was like, you. You hey. drank before, and you weren't that inarticulate. Hey, before we close this podcast, though, I do want to uh, ask a question. Oh, we're doing two-hour episodes now. Wait, what? Jesus, people. No, there's no way. I, I, I would I, not listen to a two-hour podcast. I guarantee you we lost our audience like halfway through my recap. Yeah, that's... And that was no, my... actually, most of our audience didn't click on it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. It's okay. I'll, I'll click yeah. on the ones I'm in. Yeah. I like hearing my voice. Makes me feel uh, comforted. As long as we have a consistent three viewers... I'm so alone. Fine. All right, Megamind. Yeah. Hey, no, what? I <laughs> know, <laughs> what? I know, bro. What I was going to say. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> Barbara's laughing on the couch. Um, no, uh, your asterisk on Ben dies made me think of this. What What kind of Do movie? You see it? Yes. <laughs> what kind of movie would this have been if he didn't die? It wouldn't have been a movie. Because if, if Ben didn't die, then Otis's arc wouldn't have taken place. He wouldn't have had the need to develop responsibility. Yeah. The mentor figure kind of mm. almost has to die. Not not has to, but Yo, certainly Star does Wars a lot. did it first. Well, and interestingly enough, Obi-Wan in the original drafts um, didn't die. He wasn't killed on the Death Star and he was just hanging around. Well, he wasn't killed. In the well, actual film. Okay, but it appears that he was killed. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, but he, he, he didn't transition into the Force, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, no, in the original drafts of 
uh, Star Wars, he was just kind of hanging around, and he still gave his lines to Luke, but George Lucas is kind of like, well, what, what is he around for? Like, he doesn't, you know, if he's still around, what's pushing Luke, you know? Well, also, he was called Starkiller, and they were called Laser Swords. Yeah, that's funny, because that has no reference to what we just said. Yeah, it does. You were talking about the original draft of the script. Mm-hmm. That's How did that contribute draft. to the conversation? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Mom, hey, at least I don't, don't have a vote like that. I keep itching like a loser. Hey, I can't help it. That hey, I can't wait to be. Mosquitoes like my blood. I'm Kyle. They're like Dick sucking dude. me. Yeah, they're the only ones. Uh, yeah. Stop laughing, Barbara. <laughs> I can hear you. All right, all right, all right. So nothing blows up in this. Yeah. Literally nothing. Well, you could say Otis's life does. No. <laughs> I'm in the car. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. It does. They, they, in the surfing bit, they fall into a bunch of chickens, and then they kind of explode. Yeah, kind of uh, I'll give that like half a point. Yeah. Also, I mean, they wreck a car. It doesn't explode. Does it? Hey, Chris, ask yourself this question before you say something stupid again. <laughs> Did I see it explode? <laughs> Did I see it explode? <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I'm gonna see Client Place Two by myself. No, hey, no, Clay, I'm not even I want to my wife with hey, me. I want to go <laughs> see it with you. Hey, Barbara, did anything explode? Please, hold on, hold on, hold on. Be careful, be careful. Did anything explode, Barbara? My brain after listening to you guys talk. Oh. oh. All right. Well, did you hear? Did you hear that condom? Condescension. I thought you could say condensation. Con- did you hear that on the yeah. side of my glass? I have to look at that <laughs> shit. I have to look All right, that was a radio not go. I'm giving it a point five. Yeah, I really don't want to, but I'll let, I'll let you have it. Oh, is this the the, the blow up metric? Okay. Yeah, point five. Uh, oh, they are caught up on what the radio not skill is now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that movie was good. Yeah, it really was. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say two. Two? Yeah. No. I'm gonna say two oh, on the blow. No. By the way, if we're rating wait, it out of wait, ten. Wait. Yes. No, it's out of five. Ten? Oh, out of five. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then like well, okay. Five. Three is one yeah. explosion, and five is as many as there were in Ready or Not. Okay. And I think our scale is like How many one were... is like Lammy Zammy from Shrek. Well, uh, then third. Okay. Well, then yeah, I'm still gonna say two then because what? Yeah, because it the wasn't chicken, an explosion. The, chicken, the chickens explode. No. Define explode. Nope. <laughs> an explosion doesn't have to be a gas Incorrect. explosion. It, it, it's just that All right, I'm giving it a point five. Technically, I'm going to look up the definition of explosion. Technically, I'll beat you to it. Technically, you probably will. I, I'm really it, slow. At it should be a five because there are a bunch of stars at the end. Rapid expansion and volume associated All with right. extremely vigorous outward yeah, release. Yeah, exactly. That is an explosion. No, but he went in and it went. You? No, it, you're. I don't have data. I couldn't look it up. <laughs> anyway, point five, two, Chris. Chris, you have you have two minutes. Jake will not say anything. I'll give it a point five. You have two minutes. Go. I have to say something for two minutes. For two minutes. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Barnard was yeah, it was pretty all right. Second time watching it, I was like, okay, yeah, I respect this. Movie. All right, guys, if you no. enjoyed that, <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. Okay. I can rap about Barnard. Oh, do that. Yeah, yeah. I actually Here, I'll can. I'll give you. No, I mean, no, no. Here, uh, I'll I'll give you a beat. You ready? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Oh my god.
god, that is so bad. <laughs> Talking about barnyard, main character Codis. I don't want to watch it. I just want to cook myself some oatmeal. Why did I say that? Cause Otis kind of sounds like oh oh. Cows don't eat oats, they eat grass. I'm gonna take a shit and wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pacino, Pacino, Pacino podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter at Pacino Pod Sounds Out Crowd. Sounds Out Crowd. Sounds Out Crowd. Yo, that was kind of fire.